1: Broadcasting from the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise Radio.
2: Hey, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. Hey, 150 episodes in the can. This is 151. Wow. Great month, too. We ran two publications at Porthole Cruise Magazine and World of Cruise Magazine over in the UK, so got that going for us. Yeah, don't mind patting ourselves
0: on the back. On this show... We've had him before. He's back. Editor of CruiseMates.com, Paul Motter, will share six tips on saving on your next cruise.
2: Also, don't forget about the TripInsurance.com $5,000 Conquer the World sweepstakes. You can go to our website and click on the icon there. Get yourself registered for that five grand to travel anywhere in the world you want to.
0: But first, Stuart, you're on the cruise guy is here. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Matt. Hey, Doug. Hey, man. Let's get right to it. Royal Caribbean and Norwegian Cruise Line both released second quarter earnings recently. NCL showed a bit of a profit for second quarter. However, Royal Caribbean showed a bit of a loss. Stuart, is Europe really the main driving force of Royal Caribbean's $3.6 million loss?
1: Well, to answer your question, you know, keep in mind that uh, Europe is a significant uh, drag on, uh, on the economy uh, in Europe. And it's also been, um, you know, it's been, it, it has really uh, hurt all of the major cruise lines with, with their earnings in the uh, second and the third quarters. Now, what's important to understand is, so some people say, "Oh, Costa Concordia." Well, no one's thinking Costa Concordia um, right now. What, what is occurring out there is the it's a it's an economic crisis in the eurozone. Spain, uh, Italy, uh, and Greece have really um, hampered uh, uh, you know people. Uh, you know, people are not going on vacation as uh, like like they normally would. So, what what's happening is you are seeing a lot of the North American baselines uh, having to uh, try to source more passengers than normal from North America to go to Europe, but uh, because of, of fewer Europeans going on vacation in 2012, which would have happened regardless of uh, cost concordia. I mean, it's a nice, nice buzzword. It's, it's great to have a boogeyman to kind of point your finger at, but uh, the reality is it's, 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 a, it's, it's an economic issue that is occurring out in Europe. But, uh, you know, you're also dealing with fuel. You're also dealing with capital costs. Uh, NCL, you know, you know does, is not introducing a ship in 2012. Royal Caribbean has the fifth Solstice-class ship, Celebrity Reflection, that's being introduced in 2012. So, you know, fuel cost, this and that, a couple capital expenditures, and you could be at a plus or minus uh, real easy.
2: Also, during that earnings call, did we hear of the possibility of a new ship?
1: Well, Doug, that's, that's a good question. Uh, if we want to rewind the tape back to uh, November of uh, 2011 uh, we did you know this was before the second ship we we did get word from a air conditioner contractor i believe it was in norway who kind of spilled the beans that he's got a contract for four project sunshine ships mm-hmm. so uh shortly thereafter uh you know he disappeared or he fell overboard <laughs> but uh then royal caribbean announced uh firming up an order for the second project sunshine so it is more than likely imminent for the third project, Sunshine, to be uh, firmed up, uh, and of course, you know, the fourth one, you know, hopefully, shortly thereafter. Big news
2: this week out of the Celebrity Cruises camp—they have a new CEO. Is that right?
1: They do. They have a new president, and CEO, and it happens to be exactly who I said it would be, uh, Michael Bailey, who is uh, the executive vice president at Royal Caribbean Cruises Limited, the parent company um he's uh, a 28 year veteran of the company he's uh, really fantastic he's really been dealing a lot with uh uh international sales uh, over the years he actually started on board a cruise ship so he really knows uh you know the company inside and out and uh, he is easily um you know would be the best um person to take over for Dan Hanrahan who recently left uh and it's interesting because uh you know Dan left and you know, there's a lot that there's a lot of that the company can improve on. But you know, keep in mind that all five of the Solstice-class ships have now been uh, built. Uh, the fifth one is being delivered uh, in in you know August, and then um, you know the, all the ships have been uh, refurbished. So uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be great to get uh, you know, to work on uh, better brand awareness for the Celebrity fleet. And uh, it's 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 very good timing.
0: A family from Carnival Freedom went temporarily missing last week in Ochos Rios, <laughs> Jamaica, but they were found shortly after the ship left. What
1: what happened? Well, it's 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 interesting, uh, Matt. And uh, what what happened was the ship. The, you know, some of these passengers just didn't return, and after a uh, brief police investigation, they found them at a uh, at a resort. So. It's, it's, it, what's interesting is they 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 left the ship, which you know pay, people leave the ship. They go on tours and or just you know go uh you know go on their own excursions uh, in in the various ports. But somehow, the, this family made it off the ship with their luggage.
0: They had just had enough. And how does security not notice that they've got their luggage with them?
1: Yeah, that's, well, that's a big question. I, I can't wait for the, uh, the, the answers to that one.
2: So Holland America announced this past week that they're going to put seven ships in Alaska next year, which is the same amount as this year, but they're going to add more sailings and have more passengers. Now, how is this possible?
1: Well, I believe, what Doug, what they're doing is they're actually bringing in uh, one different ship that can actually accommodate more people. So that, that's how they're uh, doing the numbers game.
2: I love this next talking point because Carnival Cruise Lines is actually throwing the smackdown on chair hogs aboard Carnival Breeze. What do you think of this, and uh, what exactly are they doing?
1: Well, I think it's great because essentially what – in this, this look, this is industry-wide. This is an industry-wide problem. How many times you go down to the pool or you, want, you find a really nice area of the deck and you just want to kind of relax, and someone's got a hat or a sock or a shoe holding, you know, quote, reserving the shift, uh, the 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 chair for themselves. Uh, they go off for lunch. They go off for breakfast, um, and they come back like four hours later. And people just get are really getting fed up with it. It's it's rude. And so what uh, Carnival uh, is doing on Carnival Breeze, and you know, hopefully it's something uh, a procedure that they'll do uh, fleet wide is that uh, staff will will mark the time on there, and if you're not there within the hour. Uh, they're going to uh, take your stuff and uh, allow another passenger to use the the chair because people are just getting you know fed up with these quote chair hogs and it's something that has been talked about. There's been, I mean, there is some you know soft uh, enforcement of this, and I, I've seen actual passengers. You know, if you're not there in an hour, they'll just take your stuff and put it on the floor and move in.
2: Well, I will, I will in a second. I was on a cruise a couple of weeks ago and I was in Serenity and was laying in a hammock. And one of those big um, shell-type chairs, right. someone had their towel on there. I was in the hammock for like an hour and a half, for an hour. And people were walking and just kept passing by. I came this close to doing like an undercover investigation with my camera and moving the stuff and seeing if they'd come attack me or something. But it's it's ridiculous. They're everywhere out there.
1: Well, what people do, and Doug, on, on some of like the celebrity ships where they have the really nice chairs, people will wake up before breakfast early. They'll go put their stuff on the chair and literally come back in the afternoon.
2: Well, I don't know if you saw this on John Heald's Facebook yesterday, but someone had a towel on the chair at 6.15 in the morning, and it was already marked with a sticker that said 6.15 on it.
1: Yeah, and, and if you're not there at 7.15, your stuff's gone, which is exactly what should happen. And I, I applaud them. So let's hear it for Carnival.
0: Yeah. Yay! We always love hearing from you. You can email comments at cruiseradio.net. This is from Lisa K in Canton, Ohio, on Facebook. She says, we're going on a bachelorette cruise aboard Norwegian Pearl this fall. While it's, quote-unquote, against the rules to sneak booze on, is it possible for us to legally bring wine aboard? If so, how many bottles?
1: Uh, it is possible, and it's, it's definitely something you want to talk to your uh, travel agent to arrange. But uh, if you're bringing a lot of bottles, but if you're just bringing a couple of bottles each, what they'll do is they will hold them for you, or as you said, Matt, they will, quote-unquote, hold them for you uh, while you board, and then there will be a corkage fee per bottle. So this way, everybody's happy, and uh, if it's white, they'll chill it for you. If it's uh, red, they'll store it for you, and bring it out in this way uh, at your convenience. You don't have to lug these heavy bottles of wine around on board the ship.
2: So is there any way to get around the corkage fee?
1: Not, not when you're bringing on wine, and not if you want to do it... Um, according to the rules. But, I mean, if they catch it, they'll they'll take it. And what a lot of some people do is they try to buy the liquor, let's say, uh, in the ports and sneak it on. Well, you're going through the detectors, and they'll see that big bulge uh, in the bag. <laughs> 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 or in the, the pants and realize that uh, that is of... Uh, odd shaped and uh they'll, they'll 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 take it and they'll return it to you at 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 your convenience um, at the conclusion of the cruise
2: God I just think if you're smart you can bring booze on and not get caught because I've never been caught
0: on wood.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think they're going to have your picture at the gangway now. They probably uh, will. But, but the reality is they, they do catch most of it, a lot of it. And, um, you know, sometimes it's not worth the hassle.
0: All right. May the Lord bless and keep you always, Stuart Sheever the Cruise Guy. All right, guys. Catch you later.
1: This is Cruise Radio.
0: For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. tripinsurance.com we always feel so well informed after we talk to our next guest editor of cruisemates.com paul Motter. welcome back to cruise radio paul
3: thank you it's a pleasure to be back thank you for having me
0: absolutely looking at your piece six tips to save on your cruise purchase these all look so very good the first one though seems like uh, you know most people i would think do this but you're saying tip number one do not pick the destination first
3: Yes, it, it, it is a fact that most people do pick a destination before they pick their cruise. They decide what part of the world they want to go to, and then they also pick the itinerary, which is fine. However, actually, different regions around the world will vary in price year to year and so it really is better to pick the best bargain first and let the market dictate where you go this year and where you go the following year and chances are you will see every rich region that you want to see in the world within a few years
2: tip number two you have avoid the peak season and other timing considerations
3: if you avoid the peak season then you're you're going to get lower prices of course in Alaska, the shoulder seasons of May and September are always priced lower, but a good example is also Europe, where the peak season is August, but it's actually probably the worst possible time to visit Europe, because everybody who lives there is on vacation, and all of the tourist places are always full of tourists anyway. So, And airfare is also at its peak in the summer. So Europe is actually better to see in the fall. Airfare goes down and places become less crowded and all the restaurants and shops are open.
0: All right, good to know. Tip number three, which cruise region is not selling this year?
3: Right, this is actually related to the first two. There's not not much difference, but the trick is to actually do a little specific research on what cruise region is having a hard time for any given reason. But typically, the worst reason why cruises are cheap in any one specific region is overcapacity because they have too many ships in that region, and they're having a hard time filling them all. Now, three years ago, that was Alaska. That's not true in Alaska this year. They took some ships out. Um, This year, once again, it is the Mediterranean. has far too many ships and cabins to sell, so prices have gone down.
2: Tip number four on saving on your cruise, understanding the full payment due price drop.
3: Okay, this is somewhat complicated, but when you buy a cruise, there is a point at a certain number of weeks before the the actual cruise sales where you are made to pay the full price of the cruise. First, you put down a deposit, and then anywhere from 60 to 90 days out, usually, depending on the length of the cruise, you are required to make the full payment for the rest of the cruise. Well, at that point, a certain number of people will drop out and decide not to take the cruise. And so there's a good chance the cruise line will discover a ship needs to be filled and they will drop the prices on that ship. So you need to know exactly when the full price payment is due and then check the prices. But there's another trick related to that, and that is every cruise line now has a 48-hour price guarantee. So they'll, they will drop those prices, but not for at least 48 hours after the full payment is due. Because if they dropped them sooner, everyone would, who just paid the full price would claim the lower price guarantee.
0: Tip number five, the truth about last-minute cruises.
3: Yes, I, I love the phrase last-minute cruises because there are certain travel agencies mostly out there, not the cruise lines, but the, cra- the travel agencies, who advertise as if they have some sort of special access to last-minute cruise deals. And I've even heard some agencies tell what I consider to be untruths about cruise lines giving them access to last-minute deals that other agents don't get. It's just not true. Everybody gets the same price on a cruise in terms of cruise lines and all cruise agencies. Everyone does get the same price. And last-minute for most people usually means booking say the same week as the cruise sales 48 hours ahead of time that generally never happens in the cruise industry last minute cruises are cruises that are two to three months out is when you might find the best price
0: what about less than a month out
3: less than a month out it's it's very tricky you can absolutely Once in a while, find bargains on cruises that are as little as a week out. Um, But there's there's no guarantee that prices are going to drop. Some cruises actually get more expensive during the last week before they sail, and it all has to do with how full the ship is. If the ship is well sold, prices will actually go higher than they ever were at any time before. Hmm. But if the ship still is mostly empty... Um, a week ahead of time, you just might find the best bargain ever. But there's no reason to wait until, say, 12 or 48 hours before. You can book it the week before.
2: And finally, tip number six, grab a bargain when you see it.
0: Sales!
3: That is the the basic premise of, of this whole thing, is to grab a bargain when you see it. Because, um, for one thing, cruise lines do not advertise when they are, are about to have a sale. They don't say tune in next week for our big sale because that, that would be telegraphing to everybody not to buy a cruise this week at full price so they never tell you in advance when a sale will happen but you definitely do want to know when those sales happen so subscribe to the cruise line newsletters and the cruise agency newsletters and when you see a sale come out you just might be amazed at how low the prices drop but it's only good for the length of the sale
0: all such very good advice Per usual, Thank you very much, Editor-in-Chief of CruiseMates.com, Paul Motter. We appreciate it. Okay, thank you. Want to win $5,000 towards the trip of your choice? Yeah! Now through August 27th, log on to TripInsurance.com and click Conquer the World Sweepstakes to register to win five grand. Registration? simple and easy. Double your chances of winning by inviting your friends on Facebook and Twitter. You'll get an extra entry for every friend entered. 50 second place winners will walk away with the ultimate travel bag. Sit on the beach, hit the slopes, or see the glaciers of Alaska with TripInsurance.com's Conquer the World Sweepstakes. Get in a win at TripInsurance.com or CruiseRadio.net All right, that's going to do it. Yes, we have an app. Just search Cruise Radio Live in your smartphone app store. Take it with you wherever you go.
2: We also have cruise news updates every day. If you want to get in on that, put your email in the box at cruiseradio.net. It's up there in the right-hand corner.
0: From the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Basford.
2: And I'm Doug Parker. Thanks so much for
0: being here. (laughs) And this is Cruise Radio. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio.